You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back here in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M. And today, why don't we take a look at what bowl games Texas A&M actually could find themselves in the good, the bad, and the, oh my God, are we really playing in this kind of bowl game? That type of thing. So let's go ahead and do that on today's episode. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. You can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube.com, YouTube, subscribe to the channel right down below. Or of course, you can listen on uh, LockedOnPodcast.com. As always, I am Cole Thompson. I'm the host of the show, and I love public feedback. You can follow me on Twitter, at Mr. Cole Thompson, right down there below. Give me a like, give me a follow, tell me what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear, what you think is good, what you think is bad, and I will add it all into the mix. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12 fan-related content found here on LOP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. Good, bad, and ugly. There's a lot of different ways you can go ahead and look at bowl games. And in my personal opinion, 8-4 and four for Texas A&M of what they are is a little underachieving. It's also not that far-fetched. When you look at games of who they had to go up against, when you look at who they lost to, an LSU team that had basically nothing else to lose, and the way that they lost it, really did hurt them to make a New Year's Six Bowl game. Uh, you look at the way that they lost to Mississippi State because of poor quarterback play from Zach Calzada. That really is going to hurt them. And you look at Arkansas, who has just been a really good team this year. Nobody's just talking about them in the positive light. All those things add up to where, yeah, there's been a reason why Texas A&M maybe struggled this year. Now, if Haynes King was playing, would they have been better? Maybe. I don't know. Again, my biggest concern the entire season was the offensive line. And you watch against really good opponents at home, them their butt. You watch when they played away from College Station, Tiger Stadium, Vaughn Hemingway, AT&T Stadium, Arlington. Look at those games. You know what they didn't do? They didn't play well. In fact, they played very average at best, if not below average on offensive line. So take all that into consideration. Eight and four is actually probably right about where Texas A&M needed to be. And, you know, that's not here nor there. That's not the expectation I think anybody should have. That's not the expectation I think anybody should be going into. And by no means, in any circumstances, and in any stipulation, I would say that that's okay. But that's really the reality of what you're looking at. So when you do that, you look at a New Year's Six Bowl game, that was probably never on the table. The only way that New Year's Six Bowl game would be on the table is if AM were to be 9-3. and three, And a lot of other teams got upset. And by a lot, I mean a lot. That means Baylor loses to um, Oklahoma State this past weekend. Uh, like, like, um, Oregon doesn't beat the likes of, <clears throat> sorry, Oregon doesn't beat the likes of Utah for a second time. Um, Wake Forest gets blown the heck out by Pittsburgh or vice versa. Those are the only ways that you were going to make a New Year's Six Bowl game. And even then, you can make a valid argument that they still probably weren't just because of coaches and other things. So, a New Year's Six Bowl game probably was never the factor. I did project them that, to pro- if anything, they would probably go to the Peach Bowl because of Alabama would be in the college football playoff, Ole Miss would take over at the Sugar Bowl standing, and there would just be one extra bowl left. And AM, popular team, Jimbo Fisher, you know, standings, you know, look at money, circumstances, probably the best nine and three team on the market who actually could make a big time bowl game. So, when you look at that, 
that's probably where they were best suited if they were going to be 9-3. and three. And even then, there'd have to be a lot that happened. So where can Texas A&M go? No, honestly, where could Texas A&M go? Because I think a lot of people are trying to figure out what are the bowl games for the SEC. I can tell you right now what they are just because I think that's going to be the first start. Uh, first off, you got the Sugar Bowl. They always give that to the SEC champion if they do not make the college football playoffs. So say Alabama was already a two-loss team. They weren't going to be able to go to the college football playoff, but they beat the likes of – sorry about that. They beat the likes of Georgia – Georgia probably would be an at-large bid, or say Georgia had two losses on the year or something like that, and Alabama had two losses on the year. They would go automatically because they just were the winner of the SEC to the Sugar Bowl. After that, there is the Citrus Bowl, and the Citrus Bowl is probably the next big game. A few years ago, Alabama, when they had the 10-2 season where Tua went out, that was their game they played against Michigan. It's usually two really, really, really good teams. It's like the bowl right below everyone else. Like that is like the bowl game that you like, that if you do not make the New Year's Six Bowl, that's the best one. It's in Orlando, Florida. It's right next to Disney World. There's a lot of fun things you can do while you're there. It's a really good location. Fans really travel well to that stadium. Um, I always get the name of it. I think it's, is it Verbo Stadium? I don't know. Either way, that's the stadium. Like that's the, that's probably your next best bowl game afterwards. After that, you have the Outback Bowl. That's played in Tampa Bay. Then you have the Gator Bowl. That's played in, um, Gatorball has played in Jacksonville. Those are games that are on the, uh, uh, the the New Year's Day schedule. So if you go to the Citrus Bowl, you play a Big Ten team. If you go to the Gator Bowl, you play an ACC team. If you go to the Outback Bowl, you play an ACC team. I mean, you play a Big Ten team. If you go to the Duke's Mayo Bowl, which probably a lot of people were kind of getting which one's that, uh, that is what is um, that is what took over for the Belk Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina. So that is against an ACC team. Then you go to the Music City Liberty Bowl. That's played at Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, that is against a Big. Uh, I mean, that is against a Big Ten team. You go to the Liberty Bowl. That's in Memphis, Tennessee. That is played against a Big Twelve team. Uh, you have the Texas Bowl, which is played against a um, a Big Twelve team right here in Houston or right up the street. The Birmingham Bowl. Do I really need to say what that one is? That's against an AAC team. So you don't play an ACC. You play a basically. I I think that you would play SMU. I think that's like probably who you would face off in that one, if I'm not mistaken. And then you have the Gasparilla Bowl, which is played by either a uh, Pac-12 team, ACC team, an AAC team. And there's one more, and I'm blanking on it. Um, I'm trying to look it up right now, actually, what it is. Um, crap, I'm blanking on what it is. Anyways, those are the bowl games that Texas A&M actually could go to. So the best one on the schedule is one of those games that are on New Year's Day. So that would be the, uh, and I'm going to tell you right now, Peach Bowl's out and uh, Sugar Bowl's out. Like those two, they're not even, they're not even going to be in consideration. So just throw them to the side. We're not even going to worry about them. The best game in terms of like national showing and best games in terms of like biggest audience, that is the Citrus Bowl. Like that is, boom, right there. That's you. The worst game on the list is the Gasparilla Bowl. I think that you play even before Christmas this year, if I'm not mistaken. I'm actually going to try and look that up before we go to a commercial break. Uh, that one is, no, yeah, December 23rd. Like, you play that game before Christmas. That's in, like, three weeks. So, those are the games that I think Texas A&M, those are the games that Texas A&M go to. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the worst one is not the Gasparilla Bowl because they're not going to be eligible for it. They're too good of a team to be eligible for it. Um, I also will throw this in right now they're not going to go to the Citrus Bowl because uh, there are two teams that they lost to that are also going to be in consideration for that game. 
they're not going to be going to that one. So we're going to take those ones out of the conversation. So no Peach Bowl as an at-large bid, no Sugar Bowl bid, no um, no Gasparilla Bowl, and no Citrus Bowl. So what bowls we have left is what we're going to decide what is the best situation, and then we're going to go ahead and rank our top three bowl games for Texas A&M, in my personal opinion. But before we do any of that, this episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by Price Picks. Listen up, college football fantasy nerds. Have I got a deal for you? Price Picks is the leader in college sports fantasy daily. It offers more college football props than anybody else in the world and offers that to have star players, power five, mid-major names, all that and much, much more. Price Picks offer any prop bet from yardage to touchdowns to even interceptions thrown. All of your users that deposit, all you got to do is use the promo code Locked on L O C K E D O N, and you will receive a 100% welcome bonus back. It's very easy to make. Use the award winning app at both the Apple Store and on Google Play. Very quick. You get your money in, out, make up to six total bets. Yeah, six total bets, 100% money back. It's something that everybody can love, especially you, the betting man yourself. Go ahead and visit Prize Picks. Fancy daily sports made easy. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you so much for making us your first listener every single day. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube.com. Please subscribe on YouTube. We are building the channel up, and we need you to be listening every single day. And, of course, you can listen at LockedOnPodcast.com. So, let's go ahead and pick the worst bowl game. Like, the absolute worst bowl game that Texas A&M can go to. Very simple. It's the Birmingham Bowl. The Birmingham Bowl is the worst bowl game that you can go to. It's not a good game. Uh, you would be playing against an AAC team. I believe that that game is right after Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's like either the 27th or the 28th of December or something like that. So it's not a good location. It's not, but it's right after the holidays. And it's in Birmingham, Alabama at Legion Field. If there's nothing against Birmingham, I love Birmingham. I have a lot of friends there. If A&M were to go play there, that'd be great for me to be able to see some friends and family. But it's not a good bowl game. This is one where it's like a 7-5 and five team, a 6-6 six and six team. They'll play in that game. I would say South Carolina is like really set on going to that bowl game. And maybe they'll go to a little bit better one. Maybe Auburn goes to the Birmingham Bowl because of their 6-6. Six and six, And their 6-6 six and six because they lost to South Carolina. I wonder if the eligibility people will be talking about that going into the conversation. If that's the case, then probably that's going to be a big deal. So I would say when you look at that bowl game, yeah, it's just not good. It, that That's honestly, in my opinion, the worst bowl game. The ugliest bowl game, the one that I would really not want to play in, just because of, I don't think it's a good game, it, it's the Liberty Bowl. The Liberty Bowl is a really weird stadium because if you try to build it up as a really big stadium and a really big place, and it, it's just not that. Like, it's literally just not that. It, it, I've been to the Liberty Bowl multiple times. It never fills out. It always feels smaller than the place that it is. Memphis is a great town. I don't understand why people do not love Memphis as much as I do. I think Memphis is a really, really, really fun city. I think that it's one of these cities where you go to and you have a fantastic time. It's one where... I look at from top to bottom that they have great music, they have great culture, they have a great uh, foundation, and it's a great town in certain parts. There's a lot of parts that are also really bad, so I'm going to keep that in mind, but there's a lot of good parts about Memphis, Tennessee. I think it's a very hidden gem in the southern region, but the Liberty Bowl is just not a fun game, in my opinion. The Liberty Bowl just is a very, very, very average game, and more so, it's a big stadium that never fills the capacity. The one thing you don't want to do is go to a bowl game that looks half empty. And that's why I think it's ugly. Because if, when you go play at the Liberty Bowl, 
it's a huge stadium. I mean, I'm trying to think how big it is. Um, it seats like uh, um, somewhere like like eighty four thousand or something like that. It's it's a big stadium, and the fact that you can't fill it up makes it look like you're a lesser team. Uh, when you look at teams that would probably fit in that category, I would probably say it's a South Carolina, maybe it's a Tennessee, maybe it's a um, Missouri. Those would be those type of games that I would probably put them in that consideration. That would probably be where I would say. They're like the 6-6, six 7-5 and six, seven and five teams. So that's the ugly one. I do think that AM could get in that one only because of the loss to Mississippi State. If they keep that in consideration when the bowl eligibility teams are making picks, I feel like that would be the one game where they'd be like, you know what? They may be seven and five, but they're both four and four in conference play. We're going to go ahead and reward Mississippi State for beating Texas AM, and AM can go play in this game. That's ugly to me. Like, that's like the one game where it's like, yeah. Now, again, Birmingham's the one game where it's like, wow, we absolutely suck kind of bowl. Where when you look at the Liberty Bowl, it's more so like, uh, yeah. I mean, we really had a bad year. Like, that's my personal opinion. And let's go with the best case situation. I don't think that the Citrus Bowl is going to be in play. I'm sorry, I don't. But there are going to be a few other bowl games in play. And I do think that the best one for Texas A&M would actually be the Outback Bowl. The Outback Bowl to me, you're playing on January 1st. You're the very top game of the year. Like you're one of the, you're on New Year's Day. People are going to be sitting at home. All they're going to want to do is watch college football all day long. They're going to be doing that for like the next month and a half. But this is one of the better games. It's probably right below but I would say is uh, the marquee game of the day, which is the Citrus Bowl. It's right there. It's a really good game. It's a really fun game. I do think that you get a really good competition and a good opponent because you're playing a Big Ten school. You could probably match up with a really good Big Ten team. Uh, to me, those would include Iowa. Those would include probably uh, Minnesota. I would probably even throw in the likes of um, Wisconsin in that bowl game maybe Purdue would be it. I, I don't think Purdue. I really think it would be like Wisconsin and Iowa would be like the two. That's probably the biggest marquee game for the Big Ten. For your perspective, if you want to show that you can do the same ground and pound style against like a Hawkeyes team or a Golden Gophers team or a Badgers team, that's a really fun game. And Kirk Ferentz going up against Paul Chris, those are also two really good coaches that I respect a lot. A&M would have a lot of fun in that game. They'd be playing against a Big Ten opponent, which... When you think about it right now, it really is the Big Ten, and it's also the SEC, and everyone else is just like, yeah, whatever. And I know people are going to say, well, the ACC, you know, is more inclusive and they have more Southern ties. Yeah, okay. It, it, it's Clemson. It's surprise team two. That's it. Like, like that's it every single year. You don't have that at Virginia Tech anymore. You don't have that at Miami anymore. You don't have that at Florida State anymore. I do think you could get four of those programs back. I do think that Wake Forest, if Dave Clawson can continue to do what he's doing, can get that team on the rise. I do believe Pittsburgh is going to regress, so take them out. I do think if you get the right hire, and ain't many Diaz, you get the right hire. Miami can be back. I don't think it's Mike Norvell. You can get Florida State back if you get the right hire. I think that you could really get a good, solid team. I know they added him in... Um, um, what is it? Brent, Brent Pry from Penn State is now taking over at Virginia Tech. I think that that's a really good school, but it's one school. Like, like honestly, if you play in the bowl game, which I probably think AM is going to be the most likely to get in the New Year's bowl game, I don't know for sure if they will. But if you get the one team, you're getting the best ACC team outside of the one that actually wins the ACC. Besides that, 
It's crapshoot in the ACC. The Big Ten is actually really good football. It's Michigan State. It's Michigan. It's Ohio State. But Penn State's not a bad team. They've had a down year this year, but they're not a bad team. Uh, you look at uh, Iowa, they're always a good team. Wisconsin's always a good team. It, it's basically like the like the SEC in the sense of there's six good teams and about seven or eight like average teams in that division. So that's kind of where I sit on the meter of what to do if you're looking at bowl games, especially if you're playing against a Big Ten team or an ACC team. This episode of Lockdown Aggies is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is back, and we got bets galore going into holiday postseason and, of course, the NFL postseason right around the corner. So stop seeing the sidelines and get to the action now. When you go visit BetOnline.ag, use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. From basketball to football, NHL, boxing, UFC, and so much more, go ahead and visit BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to get all your bets on your favorite sports where the game starts. This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by Bilt Bar. Now, if you didn't know, Bilt Bar is at the biggest time of the year. It's the holiday season. So go ahead and grab a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but it's even better than a candy bar because it's a Bilt Bar. There's so much holiday goodness, rich, desiccated flavors covered in 100% real chocolate that are soft and easy to chew. And guess what? We have so many unique flavors coming out, especially around the holiday season. We have a raspberry, a mint brownie, a cherry marcia, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to get through the day, get through those malls, and get through the shopping. Your friends with Santa, well, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in your stocking. I know I'm going to do that for my own family. So go ahead and visit BuiltBar.com and type in LOCK15 to get 15% off your very next purchase. That's LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. The holiday season is right around the corner. You know you want it. You know you need it. Some of those marshmallow retreats around the holidays can get you through. Go ahead and cozy up with a nice cup of cocoa and a Built Bar from BuiltBar.com. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. All right, before you listen to this show, thank you so much for making us your first listen. Also, tune into Locked on Bets with Boy Q and handicapping expert Nick Sterling as they give you the best bets to help you win a little bit of extra cash this holiday season. That should be your second listen every single day. Three best bowl games that Texas A&M could probably go to. My picks, my final three. And then I'm going to also say what I think is where Texas A&M ultimately goes to. And you may like that one. You may not. I don't really know. But we're going to go ahead and give you my top three picks of where Texas A&M could go. Number three is the Texas Bowl. It's right here. It's right in the backyard. It's played. It's actually grown, I think, in, in the standard because of their, the last bowl game played before the national championship. It's on a major spotlight. Everybody's going to be paying attention to that game. Everybody's going to be watching that game. Everybody's going to be enticed in that game. It's played in Houston, Texas. A&M would travel immensely well to that. And depending on who you match up with, I don't think it would be Texas Tech. I don't know. You know, it, it can't be TCU. But if you ever play a school in Texas against another school in Texas, and no, it's not going to be the Longhorns, so get that ish out of there. When it's one of those matchups, you can fill that stadium up with ease. Texas A&M fans alone could fill that stadium up with these, but it's right in the backyard. It's not a good holiday location. People are not spending extra cash to go there. They're not going to you know, go out of their way to go to that game when they can just watch it at home instead of spending $200 to stay the night in Houston and then drive back to College Station or something like that. It's not one of those bowl games, but there are a lot of alums that live in the area. There's a lot of alums that live around the state of Texas, so they would possibly travel in. And if they did stay in College Station, you could always bus your way back and forth from there. 
It is a bowl game that's worth noting. There are some teams that I do think are going to be in the running to go to that one. Really good teams, or at least ones that are going to be serviceable. I would say, like a Iowa State is probably going to be in the running for that game. I would maybe throw in Kansas State. That could possibly be a fun game. Those are probably the bowl teams that you would look at inside the Big 12 that would go to that game. I do think that there would at least be some conversation of fun, depending on who you match up with. If it is Iowa State, Matt Campbell, and Brees Hall, and all these players do play in that game for one final showdown, that is actually a really good bowl game. Everything else is, you know, it's, it's just, it's a bowl game. Number two, and I'm going to say that right now, the best chance bowl game and also the best bowl game, that, that's what I'm talking about, is the Outback Bowl. I think the Outback Bowl is probably the one that you're aiming for. That's the one that you really want at this point. Eight and four, there's three teams. You know, you went four and four in conference play. There's about four teams vying for that one. Mississippi State, Arkansas, Texas A&M, and Kentucky. All four of them are going to be in play for that bowl game. And I do think all four of them have a valid argument to make that bowl game. That is the one that probably stands out the most. I think that right now, Kentucky might have a little bit of an edge over Texas A&M because they're 9-3 and three and not 8-4. and four. But I do think A&M is right there along with it. It's played in Tampa, Florida. People love going to Tampa. It isn't a bad, you know, it isn't a bad location. It's played in an NFL stadium. People enjoy Florida. They can go ahead and relax there. The new year is the new day. People are going to go ahead and travel throughout the week. They're going to go ahead and try and find some holiday plans. That feels like a really good location. But the best bowl game that I do think Texas A&M is eligible for and the one that I think that they could get and the one that I think could be the most enticing is the Gator Bowl. And I'll explain why I think the Gator Bowl is the most enticing one. Because depending on what happens in the ACC championship, you're going to either see Pitt and Wake Forest go to bigger bowl games. I don't know what would be the bowl games. I do think that you know one immediately is going to go to the Peach Bowl. They have to. But... The Sun Bowl would be in consideration for one. You would have um, uh, you'd have uh, what's another one that I think um, uh, uh the, the Mayo Bowl would be another one. The Cheese Bowls one. So there's some bowl games to where they probably would be playing in, but they wouldn't really be playing in. It'd be kind of like a boring game. When the where if you're playing the Gator Bowl, this is the ACC like this is an ACC really good contending team. I think the team would be Clemson. And if you look at this, and you look at what Clemson's trying to say, is that we're the best team in the ACC consistently. And Texas A&M went up against Clemson back-to-back years in 2018 and 2019. In 2018, they went down to the wire. And in 2019, they went down to the wire for the first half of the game. And then the second half happened, and it went to put like crazy bad in an instant. But you look at how these two teams have played against each other, and you look at how these two teams have gone against each other, there is a lot to like about both of them. There is a lot to like about both these teams actually being solid contenders, being quality teams, being top-notch programs. And that's why I think this would be the best bowl game. Because if I do believe Clemson is going to go to the Gator Bowl, but do you play Clemson in the Gator Bowl? That's why I think this is the best game. Because it's about the competition you face off against. If you can get the Outback Bowl, that would be great. But I would really like to see you play either Wisconsin or or play the likes of Iowa, if you're not playing those two, I really don't think that that's a good game. I think that Clemson 100% is going to the Gator Bowl. Like that, like I, I honestly think you can just lock that up and throw away the key. Is Texas A&M going to follow them there? If they do, that's a really, really, really good matchup. That's probably actually one of, if not the best non-major bowl game matchup of the entire week. That, to me, feels like the best one that you could go ahead and get. 
Now, where do I think Texas A&M ends up playing? I honestly think it's going to be the Texas Bowl. I just have this gut feeling that they're going to want to put Texas A&M on its own stage. It's played on January 4th. They're going to want to have a big-time audience. Texas A&M is going to want to go ahead and not travel that far with an 8-4 season. Maybe they would have a lot of players play in this game, especially some seniors, maybe some underclassmen who are looking to declare. I feel like this is the game that they will play in, and I do believe that this will be the one that they will go up against. I'm hoping, I am praying, I am begging let it be Iowa State. I am begging let it be Iowa State. If it's Iowa State, it is a must-see game. In my opinion, it is one of the best games of all of college football bowl season. If it's not Iowa State, eh, you know, it's just a bowl game. Probably get the win. Let Zach Calzada, let Anaya Smith, let Isaiah Spiller, A-Chain wear the cowboy hat and walk off into the sunset with a nine-win season. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked on Aggies. On tomorrow's show, let's talk a little bit about who I think will stay, who I think will go, any reports coming out of the transfer portal, what's going on with Texas A&M moving into next week. And of course, we got to talk a little bit recruiting. We'll talk that and much, much more. See you tomorrow. Remember, take me y'all. This has been Locked on Aggies. Presented by the Locked On Podcast Network.